0: Welcome to On On, the Hash House Harrier podcast for interviews, history, and stories. I'm your host, Ra. Today on the podcast, we're in Pennsylvania with a hasher who started in 1995 in Florida and has hashed widely Europe, Asia, Australia, Africa, and all around the America. From Harrisburg, Hershey. Now it's Muffalada. Welcome.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: Tell me and everyone where and when and how you started hashing.
1: I started hashing in um, Tallahassee, Florida. I was running with the girlfriends' track club there, like a local running group, and I was in college. And we do like intervals every Tuesday night, and then we would do like races on the weekend. And they started a hash. It was. PG and Red Hot, they were from Kentucky and they had moved in to the area. There wasn't a hash. So they started it in 94 and I was just born to my running. So I didn't do it. In 95, never fucking ready. She says, you got to try this. This is really awesome. Like, fine, fine, I'll do it. So I show up and it's in February and they're doing like a Valentine's Day theme. And this one guy had this big red heart painted on his chest and he was making his stomach go like in and out. And then we went through this creek bed and the water was like up to our chest and they had a rope for us to hold on to. They, we finished and they they said, are you okay? You know, sorry about the water. And I'm like, no, I loved it. I'm definitely coming back. Great.
0: So on that first hash, Tallahassee, 1995, how many people were there?
1: Uh, like 20 to 30, mm-hmm. something like that.
0: And how long did you stay hashing there?
1: So I graduated from Florida State University, the Seminoles. So I graduated in like December of 96 because I wanted an extra semester. So I did four and a half years. And then I moved to New York City and started hatching with the New York H3 and then NYC H3.
0: And how big were they? One of those is a big one.
1: New York City is usually big. They're not very friendly at first. I definitely had to keep going to meet people and make them accept me. But the New York hash up in Westchester, super friendly. First hash out, everyone was really cool. I met Tub Slut and EM Cumming at that point. Didn't know they're hash legends, but that's when I met them. And I actually was up in New York in the summer of 95 for an internship. So I started hashing with them, so I started hashing in 95. Mm-hmm. And I was working during the day, and then hashing Wednesday nights, and then I go up. Take the Metro North up to New York H3 and hash with them. And Tubbslet, Ian, and I, and a bunch of people, hopped in a van and drove out to the Pittsburgh weekend. I went up in November and we drove up to Hogtown and hashed with them. And the road trips were awesome with Ian and Tubbslet. And Ian always brought like the worst sandwiches because <laughs> he's British. <laughs> he had the worst like car food. Oh my God. And we're like gagging on it. <laughs>
0: Yeah, the, some of the sandwiches is always throw, throw the sandwich away and eat the box. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Where'd you get your hash name?
1: So I went to Mardi Gras hash with the Tallahassee hashers. Yeah, I had to start a hashing with them. And these two hashers, which I don't remember their names, they said they were going to Mardi Gras and there was a hash. I thought that's awesome. Because the year prior, I went with some college friends and Mardi Gras in hashing. Like, I can't, I can't suck. We drove the six hours over there. You know, I paid the, for the guy's Rego and took his place in the room. And the first year at Mardi Gras with my friends, I was just flashing my boobs for beads. But the second year, I was just flashing everything. Mm. You know, muff, tits, ass, everything. <laughs> and there's a picture of me that someone took on Bourbon Street. I'm like covered in beads, trying to hold, so hold on to like a one of those um, pole, light poles. Mm-hmm. And falling over, you know, <laughs> totally drunk. So we got back to Tallahassee a couple of weeks later. So they had my name picked out. The two people that were on on the trip, they put me in. They called it the box, and not a circle. They just drew a box on the ground. That's where they did their down downs. Mm. So I went in the box, they said, okay, we're going to name her Muffalata. And they explained that I was flashing everything for beads and the sandwich in New Orleans is called the Muffalata. Mm-hmm. And that was it. There was no discussion. It was just, that's, that's the name.
0: Yeah. Let me just go back to this moving be- between Florida and New York. How did you like it? You learned what hashing was and how they hashed in Florida. Shiggy. And then you went to New York. So what was it? Any culture shock? Apart from the one unfriendliness sort of breaking um, in,
1: they didn't sing a lot of songs in the New York city h three It was they had their one or two down, down songs that they knew, and that uh, they just sang those two songs. They really didn't have names for people like hash names, even mm-hmm. in up in the New York H three they just didn't use a lot of hash names, but up in New York h three they sang a ton like Ian Cumming, Tubsla, those guys. Yeah, I learned a lot of songs up there. They and they did Shiggy Trails, and both didn't have a ton of beer stops, so it was more a lot of, like running. Mm-hmm. Like I got to be a better runner running with those guys, which I don't know is kind of odd with hashing. You want to be a better drinker than a better runner. <laughs> yeah.
0: That's a start. Twenty six years ago, where'd you go after New York?
1: I moved to Boston. That was in like '99. See, I hashed with them to like two thousand seven. And then I kinda hashed regionally when I was up there. Like I did that with every hash that I did, you
0: Mm -hmm. know. Who were the key players of Boston hash then when Um, you were there?
1: It was like Viagra Doubtfire. Mm -hmm. Um it was a funny name.
0: Boston, you were there for almost eight years. And Mm -hmm. did you go to different regional events than the ones you'd gone to from New York?
1: Yeah, I went to Hash with Burlington, and um, I went out to Western Mass for Happy Valley, went to uh, Rhode Island. We did a Hash up in Maine with one of the Hashers. His family has a vacation home, and he gets like every other year, so we had to camp out up in Maine.
0: Yeah, there wasn't a regular club in Maine then, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think he called it Not in My Backyard. (laughs)
0: Uh-huh. You were hashing once or more a week for most of this time, huh?
1: Boston was just, at that point, just the one hash. Oh, and the One Drunk Walking started the um, Jamaica Plain hash, which was pretty much a Boston hash, but you have to Jamaica Plain, the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And then my roommate, the Jizz Mopper, he started the Full Moon hash, which is still going in Boston. When he started it, it was like he did everything. Yeah. You know, hair trails and hash trash and circle, and that I would go to a couple of those. And he always wanted to have like on afters where we lived. So I had to be very specific, like, okay, you can use this room and the backyard because <laughs> I would have to clean up after all of these things, and he wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> okay. They just have it in the backyard, you know, it's easy to yeah. clean up.
0: <laughs> so apart from cleaning up, did you get involved in mismanagement with the hashes?
1: I didn't. I just, I want to keep hashing and every person that I knew that was in mismanagement just hated it.
0: They get they burned out.
1: People and drama and bitching and I just don't want to deal with that. I wanted to keep hashing and enjoying it.
0: So how far else did you go? So you went you went to New Orleans from Florida and then you were up in the East Coast.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, where else did you, did you spread out farther? Uh, I US? went,
1: so I moved to Baltimore Annapolis. I did and Baltimore hash into the Baltimore-Napolis hash. Hash with them from like 2007 to 2011. Mm -hmm. I didn't really like living in Baltimore. It's mm, (laughs) good good block, bad blocks like Iraq, like, no. Uh
0: Yeah. they make TV shows about that place.
1: Oh, exactly, that's why you don't want to move there. (laughs) The hash was nice, I liked hashing with them. So I think it was Red Dress Run in 2009 or so. I met Tor de Puke and Wild Cherry. They were staying at the same place that I was staying. And they were talking about H5 and how fun it is. And like, you should come up. So I went up for a Halloween hash. And after that, I just was going up like to hash on their every other weekend that they hashed and just to come up and hang out with people. I was doing this for like a year or two. And they're like, you know what? I think you should move up here. Because you're always up here, <laughs> so it's just me and my stuff. Why not? I just had to find a job and a place to live, and so I ended up moving up there in 2011, and I'm
0: here. Nice. Yeah, I used to do that drive. How long did it take you get from Baltimore when on your commuting to?
1: Yeah, so I Herschel. lived up in Timonium at that point, mm-hmm. and it was depending on where the hash was. It was like maybe an hour, an hour and a half. Oh. It wasn't terrible.
0: Yeah. Well, okay. And I tried to start the Harrisburg hash and failed in 1986 when I was there. Oh. Yeah, I made a mess of it. Nobody turned up, so I gave up. And then I moved overseas. Ooh. What's the culture of Harrisburg her- Hershey? It's a big, fun hash with a big reputation. What made you like Harrisburg Hershey hash?
1: They reminded me of Tallahassee. In oh. Tallahassee, we did you know a couple miles, and about every mile we had a beer truck and age five is very similar to that it was shiggy runs lots of alcohol checks Tallahassee did sing a lot I learned a lot of singing in Tallahassee we have a lot of down down songs but we don't kind of sing at beer chucks a lot and mm-hmm. or after trail just get a group of people and just start singing songs so that's one thing that we kind of don't do here nah. but otherwise it's great people are friendly we end up doing things outside of the hash like Tallahassee would we have parties outside the hash. This one guy in Tallahassee, he had a party at his house, and there was this ice tub. <laughs> so at some point at the end of the night, we all just jumped in the ice tub, and we got out of the ice tub. It's one of the memories I remember of Tallahassee that was really fun.
0: Yeah. Have you been back to Tallahassee at all?
1: I back in 98, maybe, mm-hmm. somewhere around there they have a circus as part of like the college activities. So I was in a circus in college Hmm. and the circus was having one of their like big anniversaries, I think like the 50th anniversary or something like that. So I went down for that, but I also stayed with one of the people I used to play rugby with, Uh, went to the circus activities and I put in a hash also. Hmm. So I got got to hang out with some of them.
0: You hadn't seen any change in that short time you were away.
1: Um, Some of the people that I used to hash with weren't there overall it was still the same just a cool trail and drinking and the singing and they still kept that up
0: Harrisburg Hershey has a bunch of people that like to travel and go to campouts and events right so you yeah. traveling with you've been traveling with them for a while to events new events once you moved there
1: Yeah I usually like to travel by myself Okay like I'll meet people there but mm. I have carpool with some people you know not a big deal I just I like being on my own schedule in the, leaving when I want to leave and mm-hmm. going when I want to go. And it sounds kind of selfish, but it's what I've become.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, everybody going to do notice. what makes them happy. Yeah, sure.
1: Yeah. And then I didn't have a car up until I moved to Baltimore. So then when I got the car, I was like, okay, this is awesome. I can just do what I want. I was always kind of depending on people for rides. Mm-hmm. And I will give people rides here and there because I know how it is not to have a car, or not to have transportation, but otherwise I usually just go on my own. As like as a whole, like as we do travel and you know, we go to these hashes. A bunch of people went just went up to Rochester. Yeah, any regional hash, like they're on it. You know, they're always yeah. getting a group together and going.
0: There's been some big groups that attended Commotion over the years.
1: Commotion's awesome. It's one of my favorite hashes.
0: Let's talk about commotion. Oh my
1: god, Commotion, man, it's the best. They have a blues brothers bar crawl, you dress up blues brothers attire. And we go down to the boardwalk and just go to a bunch of bars. And this year, there weren't any bands because of you know, COVID. But usually they have this festival and the bands have all these different bars. And just people take pictures of us. It's awesome. And
0: this is in New Jersey at the Jersey Shore, hosted by Rumson, which is normally an all-men's hash. Mm-hmm. But they have a couple events, including Co-Motion by the Ocean, which mm-hmm. is allowing women.
1: Yep, bimbos. We call us the bimbos.
0: That weekend has grown to be almost a seven-day event. How many days do you usually get to it?
1: I've done Thursday. Shit happens. I think he pays for part of the boat, and then we just pitch in. And -hmm. it's like a booze cruise. So we go out to the ocean, up and down the coast a bit, and we come back. And usually we get pizza, and there's beer and booze. Uh, That's great. And then on Friday, you get up, breakfast on your own, usually just go to the local place and get a sandwich. And then there's at noon, there's a bar crawl. You go down to-
0: Mr. Jackson's bar bar walk, yeah?
1: Yeah, yeah. So you can do that optional or just hang out at the pool all day or go to the beach or ride a bike, whatever you want to do. So you can do that bar crawl and you come back and then there's the Blues Brothers bar crawl. So you can do two in one day. And then on Saturday at ten seventeen. that's when they usually hash anyway. You hop on the buses, they drive you out to the swamps, and you hash in the swamps. And then you come back, and then you just have pool time till you have um, dinner, and they have a band, which band is awesome. And then they do skits. They do a, a short scramble, so everyone donates shirts they don't want, and they throw them on the ground and you just grab shirts. And then Sunday is uh, they do a fat boy there's a circle, which is hilarious. Wishburner usually leads it. And uh, just you get people call each other out for stupid things they did all weekend, and you just you're laughing the entire time. And then some people stay on Sunday to go to a fish restaurant. And I'm not, I haven't done that.
0: Okay. Yeah. And then they'll stay
1: months. and then they'll leave Monday.
0: Well, wow, that's a good rundown. Yeah. that's. A, I couldn't go. I was in Canada, so we couldn't go this mm-hmm. past year.
1: Yeah. I recommend it. It's one of the, best events i mean i love our stinko but i love this event too
0: yeah who are some of the rumpson guys that you have gotten to know
1: uh mr jackson dead man they are dead man yeah
0: and what about stinko that's a well-known event people come in from all over for that one
1: yeah it sells out in minutes
0: full name is stinko de mayo
1: mm-hmm. yeah that it kind of leads off all the camping events for the year that's why people like go in. Usually you can stay in like lodges or buildings so you can stay in them or you can camp. Food's always amazing. we have like a chili cook off on Friday. It's usually Mexican inspired food the entire weekend so bring your beano or
2: mm-hmm.
1: whatever's going to help you get through that. Mm-hmm. Um, trails usually pretty good. It's long. It's good. And there's every hour of the day there's something scheduled. It's, So you can do all of it or none of it. It's up to you.
0: You've moved around. You've been in at least five, five, five different states that you've lived in and hashed. Is this your long-term home for a while now?
1: Oh yeah. I think I've found it. I've gone from like really big city and I've gone from like smaller city to smaller city to like rural suburb and I like it. You know, I can afford to buy a house here. I mean, the hash is friendly. We do things outside the hash, like. All my friends are hashers pretty much.
0: Yeah, I can't so, even
1: date outside the hash because it just doesn't work.
0: <laughs> well, you found the hash pretty young, college age. A lot of yeah. people wish they found it when they were that young. Yeah. Have you seen the hash in general change as you've um, you aged through a couple decades of hashing?
1: Hmm. I mean, the songs always develop, I and mean, there's always new songs out there that people create
0: but well, you came in as a you know, early 20 something looking yeah Nash, and now you're yeah. a different you're looking at it from a different age perspective mm-hmm. but it's the same to you and
1: it's mostly stay the same i think people are really into patches which mm-hmm. i don't understand <laughs> the patch whore thing i've never been into that like people give me a patch and they i just put it everyone patches in a bag it's they were sitting there. And I, while I appreciate it, I just like, okay, well, thanks, and put it in the bag. You what, know?
0: <laughs> well, did you collect other stuff? And you, you got a big bag of, t-shirts, I like have a lot of, of t-shirts.
1: t-shirts? Tons and tons of T-shirts. And I have tons and tons of costumes, because every time you do a run, you have to get a costume. So I go to the local thrift shop and pick out a cowboy outfit or a pirate outfit or a white dress or a red dress or a green dress. So it's, I have lots of costumes.
0: Have you gone to any of the bigger than region, like international events, like Inter-America's?
1: I went to the Inter-America's in Portland and Phoenix. Portland was my first one. Just, I said, you know, it is time and money and being able to then really afford to do those because they're expensive. I mean, yeah.
0: Your adventures on trail, you joined as a young fit athlete type doing this. Have you, Have you gotten hurt on trail?
1: I like, you know, pulled the hamstring once and then on the Boston hash we do um a Boston Marathon weekend hash. That's a good one too. Living there is easy. You know, just hop out of your apartment and just go. Mm-hmm. But if you're coming in, like they put up the hashers that are coming in. So Sunday they do a hangover run and it's still like a run, you know. Mm-hmm. Bostonians like to run. So I'm running talking to one of the hashers and I look at him and then I just fall. And I'm like, what the hell happened? Oh my god, I don't know. Ended up there was a sidewalk and the way that my foot was turned, I ended up like dislocating a toe. Oh. They got hurt on the fat boy, which is kind of ridiculous. Yeah, there you go. I went to the hospital. They just had to like pull it out, get in place. It was fine. It was sore for a couple weeks after that, but that's really the worst.
0: Yeah, well, into the hospital. That's notable. Yeah.
1: Right. Yeah. The x-ray and- looked really weird with my toe. I'm like, can I keep that? That looks really <laughs>
0: <laughs> You've been on trails where somebody else got more hurt than that?
1: Oh, yeah. We have, Um, her name is Rough Buff. Mm-hmm. We were jumping across this little, like, creek bed, or the way that she landed, but she ended up like, breaking her ankle. Ah. And I think she was behind me. So some two hasher, like, carried her back to the start. Yeah, she definitely was off of that foot for a while. It was pretty really bad.
0: Imagine this, finding the hash that early. It's been
1: 26 years.
0: 26 years. Mm-hmm. Do you think your life would be different if you hadn't found the hash?
1: Yeah. I mean, not knowing it would lay a really good foundation for my life. Initially, I was able to make contacts and camaraderie really quick. Mm-hmm. You Because know, after college, you're moving out, starting your life. And I was, you know. That summer ninety five when I hashed with New York at the New York City hash, met two influential people like Tub and Ian Cummings. Mm. Boom right off the bat. And I got to meet people that would uh, you know, help me move to New York City mm. and then making contact regionally with people. I everywhere that I moved, I, I knew people where I moved and they would help me either like store my stuff or I could stay with them or they knew jobs that were available or just places to drink. Hashing for me is more about the camaraderie and the people you meet and how they help you out. Mm-hmm. Even emotionally, you can just talk to them and they boom, they get you. Yeah, you know, we're all have these sick minds, you know?
0: Yeah, well. We all get each other. <laughs> yeah. That's a good community, not limited by geography or anything else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people move.
1: So I've hashed internationally. I've oh, made yeah. a list of places that I've hashed. I hatched in Budapest. Um, I've gone up to Ottawa, Montreal a lot because living in Boston, you take the train up or the mm-hmm. bus up really easy.
0: When were you in Budapest? Because that's gone through. I've hashed there and sometimes that's been a mm. really small hash. It's It seems to be thriving now. When did you go to Budapest?
1: That was, I was living in Baltimore, maybe like 2008, 2009, something mm. like that.
0: Mm-hmm. How big, do you remember how big it was? Mm. I think that I was there yeah, like earlier and it was small. So.
1: Oh. It was, so we met near the parliament mm-hmm. and then we hopped on a one of those little street cars and that took us to the start. I guess they don't want people knowing where they started so that they always started there. And then we hopped on a bus or whatever yeah. transportation and that would take us to the start. And then we hatched in this area. There were some blocks and on um, the river. It was really pretty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, it was mostly urban. And then we ended up at this restaurant. It they had this outdoor garden and there was this long table. And then they gave it to these menus and they were of course in they weren't in English. Mm-hmm. So you could see people helping other people across the table with the menu. And it was just a nice it was a really cool view, you know, mm-hmm. just looking down the table and seeing that. Yeah. Of course I was getting help with the menu too. I don't know, Hungarian.
0: Yeah. Anywhere else you get to?
1: I got to New Zealand. So I hashed with the post-geriatric hash and the Wellington hash. I met Gatecrasher over there.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: To this day, we still like talk, you know, chat on Facebook. He's he's pretty cool. I recently went to Dakar in Senegal. So I hashed with those guys and I met um, the hash master, Peter Chen. And then it's women woman called Happy Hour. Small.
0: Yes. And they're they're doing in English, not French, is it? French. Oh, it is French. Yeah, I thought French. it was still French. Okay.
1: Yeah, they went to Kuala Lumpur for the 80th anniversary.
0: Mm-hmm. So that's Africa, South. Pacific, Asia, mm-hmm. Europe, North America. You've hit yeah. just, a, you just gotta go south and you'll have all the continents. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I had, I went to Peru twice. I just never hooked up with the hash because, you know, you, you go somewhere, you don't plan your trip around the hash and then you get there and it's like, oh, they hashed last week. And then you're like, I'm not going to be here next week or I'm not going you know, I wasn't there the previous week. So kind of how mm-hmm. that goes in yeah. Peru.
0: What did you think of the 80th anniversary in K.O.?
1: I loved it. It was my first time in Asia. I went to Singapore as well. I didn't hash in Singapore, just tourism. The trails were great. We went mostly like plantation runs and you're going up and down these hills. And the first, I think it was the first run that I did. And a lot of the guys knew I was from Pennsylvania. A lot of the local guys, I was talking to them. And you had a choice of doing like, there was a short and medium and long. Mm Mm-hmm. And we got to this point, and I thought it was the, a water stop for the long trail, but it was like where the medium trail, I guess, stops. Mm. And I was going to have some water, like, hey, Pennsylvania, you can do it. <laughs> so they occurred to me to do the long run, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so I did the long run.
0: <laughs> and did you get to the Salanger Club, the hash house?
1: Yes. That was neat. And they let us win. They let us the women in, which was cool. The men have to pay at the bar, which is the weirdest thing. They still give you this, it's like a kind of like a debit card that they put money on.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Or you give them the money, they put it on. And then whatever you don't use, they give you back when you leave. But you had to give your card to a guy, and the guy bought the drink off the card for you. I'm like, that's kind of weird, you know? <laughs> like, I have this card and I can pay, but I can't go in the bar and pay. So.
0: <laughs> Yeah, but that's a good opportunity because apart from those kind of hash events when they open it up, that's the you only know, yeah. rare events to get into the Salanger Club. Yeah, mm-hmm. cool. are there places you'd like to go or see the hash have events which so were, that I could
1: travel to? The yeah, yeah, that would help uh, it would get you. Well, I want to get to Australia, um, but there there always are hashes in Australia, so that won't be a problem. I want to get to Central America. Like maybe Panama or Costa Rica, but I think they've they had some hashes down there already, but I could find a hash down there, no problem. Maybe I should get to Peru again when they actually have a hash
0: <laughs> yeah, I think they I think they're running,
1: yeah not <laughs>
0: regularly, but yeah, I think that's one of the spaces if you can get someone before you go, they'll put a hash on so you can get yeah,
1: a, you know. I want to get to Antarctica, but that's that's a little tough. I don't think they hash down there
0: yeah, that's, well, that's could an am, ambitious hashing plan. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) if you had to guess in 25 years about how many hashes you think you've been on
1: oh I don't know I don't usually keep track of this stuff I just keep track of where I've been
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and you know the number of years I've hashed
0: any other influencer people, anybody who uh, you met, what, like you mentioned, Tubbslet and Ian Cumming and some of the other people, any other mm-hmm. just big, bigger than life characters or um, uh, funny people you found memorable?
1: Yeah, pay per view. I met her early on um, when I was hashing, and we were in New York for the Toga Run that they had. Mm-hmm. I think at that point I wasn't living in New York. So I took the train there. She had a room. And we didn't have togas. So we took the sheets from the hotel. <laughs> and we, we put those on and went to the toga run. Perfect. And we, we go into the bar and they're like, oh, here comes trouble.
0: That's where you travel light. Use what yeah. you got. Nice.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, and so how has COVID been where you are for hashing? We
1: started doing ghost hashes pretty early on, like when they started shutting down. And we could have meet in person. So Tor de Puig, one of the larger life guys as well, he started off and he said, this is how we're going to do it. There, there's other, these are the marks I'm going to use and just meet here. Mm-hmm. And he said he was going to have like, I think one stop on trail for alcohol. I usually brew my own because I don't like drinking beer and it's like the taste of it. So I you know, brought one or two solders with me in a backpack.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And the thing to do on these was to go by yourself. But then other hashers would say, Hey, when are you going? When are you going? When are you going? <laughs> so we uh four or five of us would meet as a group and do it together, which was not the intention of these things, but that's what we did. You know? <laughs>
0: much more much more fun that way, yeah.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Tor did a couple of them and then I jumped in and I did one and I started one that was maybe a couple of blocks from my house. And then I had them run around the neighborhood, and then in my garage I had this leftover alcohol that was sitting in my house. I didn't spend much money, and that was the alcohol stop. And people were hanging out in my yard. There were like ten, fifteen people hanging out in my yard. Again, not not the intention of these things. Yeah. <laughs> but it was fine. And people were like, I don't want to leave. This is so fun. You're like, you can stay. It's okay, you know. <laughs> Someone brought their a uh, kid. Because, you know, you could bring your kid on these things. Mm-hmm. It was great just seeing everyone out.
0: When you, in normal days, what's your approach to setting trails? What's a trail like that you set?
1: Um, I like to like maybe a combination of street and shiggy. Mm-hmm. But sometimes if I can do all shiggy, I'm cool with that. And I like to scout a lot. Because here we do live. And if you don't know where you're going and you don't know your shit, you're going to mm-hmm. get caught. And mm-hmm. then you're getting people lost. I don't want to do that. You know, I don't want to kill people or have them get lost. It's not the intention of hashing. <laughs> yeah.
0: Have you been inviting people to the hash over the years?
1: Mm, a little bit. I don't do too much of that. I should do more of that. There's a lot of people that I know, like I work with, so I'm like, okay, hey, I'm not going to invite them. I just do it because I like it. Mm-hmm. Mostly.
0: 26 years in, you think you'll get another 26 years of hashing?
1: Oh, I'm hoping so, yeah.
0: That'd be amazing to have hash for 50 mm-hmm. years.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, Ian Cumming hash up until his 80s.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Why not? Tub was in his 70s. Mm-hmm.
0: All right, yeah. Cool. Well, we'll check back. Hopefully, I'll still be doing these.
1: There <laughs>
0: <is>. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you in Trinidad at the Next World Inner Hash.
1: Uh, I'm going to go to Trinidad Tobago. I was going to sell my Rego, but I just I can't sell it for what I want to sell it for. Mm. Everyone wants to lowball it at 150, and I paid 200, and I had to get a wire transfer, which cost me money. So it's going for 200, and no one's fighting at that price. So I'm going to end up going.
0: Oh, that's good. Yeah. The same things happening with Eurohash in Prague.
1: I might as well go. I mean, yeah. I have a room. With some hashers here.
0: Is the I'm RA sure. always right?
1: I'm going to say yes. Because if I don't, he'll kill me.
0: <laughs> okay. I ah, thank Muffalada for coming on the podcast today from Pennsylvania. This is the On On Podcast. hasher your stories. Hash your voices. Hash history. New episodes every week. Until next time, On On, this is Ra. To close the circle, here's the Hash Anthem. Sung by Mother hash Swe
2: low S sweet child